Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So tonight I am really excited to share with you a beautiful idea and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree. I just learned this a few days ago and I'm excited and honored to pass it on to you to learn now as well. As you might recall from last year, after we break the middle matzah at the Seder, we begin the Magid part of the Haggadah, the telling of the story of the Exodus, Magid from which the word Haggadah is derived. And the words that we say are Halach Ma'anya, this, this broken matzah is the matzah of our forefathers that they ate in Egypt 3300 years ago. Whoever is hungry, let them come and eat. Now I've seen it said semi-jokingly that perhaps this invitation to join us should not even be recited this year because, let's be honest, no one is coming to eat with us. I mean, no one. But the truth is, even before this year, the line never really made that much sense to me. I mean, imagine if I sat down at my Shabbos table, let alone my Pesach table, and literally right before sitting down at my table, I first proclaimed, everyone is welcome to join me at my Shabbos table. I would love to have you. Nice. Except, even for the last second people, I'm probably at least a few hours too late to invite. And in reality, I should have probably made the call, sent the WhatsApp, or posted on Facebook three or four days earlier. Who wants to join me? If I send it Friday night once at the table, chances are no one is coming even on a non-COVID year. So while the line obviously will not attract any guests this Pesach night, in reality, it never does. So why are we saying it? What does it really mean? It always bothered me. But there were several commentaries that I liked over the years to explain it satisfactorily. But then along comes my wife and she introduces me to an awesome idea that she heard about from this commentary called Kolbo, which is believed to have been written in the 14th century. He explains as follows. Do you want to know why we say this line, which sounds like we are inviting people to our meal? It is not because we are actually inviting but rather because we're beginning to tell the story. In fact, we're skipping right to the important part, possibly for the kids who won't make it till the end of the Seder. Because if you go way back to 1312 BCE, as the Jews are preparing to leave Egypt, they did not have much time. In fact, they had so little time, they couldn't even bake proper bed, a simple staple with which to travel. I mean, listen, I know when we pack up our 12-seater van for a trip, 10 of them are for us, and two whole seats are just for the snacks. And here they are leaving with almost nothing. And the Kobo explains that not only did they have little, but everyone was scrambling because they didn't have all their provisions. So what did they do? Everyone who could help looked around at each other and started asking, Hey, who needs a little food? Do you have enough matzah for this exodus journey? You all right? What about your kids and grandparents? They can't go out and make or get it themselves. Can I help? As they were getting ready for their first ever Pesach, they weren't worried about themselves. They didn't say, hey, it's the Exodus, everyone for themselves, because I'm running out of here as fast as I can. But rather, they looked around and said, hey, we're all in this together. Who needs something to eat? Sound kind of familiar? Sounds kind of like today. Every other year, most of the time, we are either thinking about where we're going for Pesach, whose house we're guests at, what hotel are we going to, where are we taking trips on our time off. It's very us-focused. If one looks around and listens to how we're getting ready for Pesach this year, everywhere we turn, it is people asking, how can I help you? Do you have what you need? It's amazing. This line for the first time in my life is coming to life. It was what preceded Pesach in those days, and it is what we are all busy with in our days. The Kolbo goes on to explain that this is why the paragraph ends with, I know this year we're here, but next year we're in Jerusalem. This year we're enslaved and trapped, but next year we'll be free. 
Is this not exactly what we're telling each other? Don't worry. I know this year we are right here. We're stuck in our homes, trapped, but it's okay. We'll get through this. But next year, next year we'll be free. Next year, please God, we should be so lucky that we all celebrate Pesach as we should as we sing at the end of the Seder, L'Shana Habab Yerushalayim, next year in Jerusalem. See, that night, that first Passover, the Jews understood a powerful secret. The Jewish people are not about each man for themselves, but rather they knew that the secret to our freedom and destiny is one for all and all for one. As the saying goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. My friends, the first Passover of our people, we were in it together. And now for the first time in my life, for Passover, we are once again, hashtag, in it together. And it all started because we took care to make sure we could all experience Pesach as one. Amazing how a line that I've said for 46 years has just fallen into place for the first time. Amazing how crazy the world all around us is this year, yet amazing how it doesn't feel like we are all falling apart as much as falling into place. We are living in amazing times, and may your Seder be amazing as well. And on that note, have an amazing night. And I'll see you tomorrow with another amazing idea.